AJ and McCall dropped the mic on Chicago. More specifically, our, I think, trip and experience to Chicago. Because for one of us, it was the first time they'd ever been there. Oh, man, isn't it so weird that other people haven't been places that are 24 hours away? I actually never been there either. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't get to go, so that was, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's okay. not the point. <laughs> it's not 24 hours away also. It's a, get your to, math right. To drive, it's 23 and a half. Oh, what is that? Like, what is that? Two, two, two what? Two what's? Two, two half days? You round right? up. Right, because you can't count in minutes or years. You round two up. Two half days? No, it's two, <laughs> two and a half. half days. No, it's, it's like a full day, okay? <laughs> oh, now it's a full day. Before it was 24 hours, but now it's a full day. 24 hours is a full day. Exactly. 14 months is a year and two oh months. Oh my gosh. We are moving forward from this because you are ridiculous and you count things in months. Exactly. Hi, I'm 442 months that old. That was exactly <laughs> My name's AJ. three weeks and some days ago, or if you're McCall, almost a month ago. Just yes. kidding. Stop! <laughs> but no, it's uh, more so, not not so much the city, not the, so much the exploring part, but the, the conference itself, because it's the second year we've gotten to go, and I think I could speak for McCall and I when I say last year we were so... Noobs. Pumped about going, noobs... Noobs. Uh, just awestruck that you kind of just, I think the whole weekend kind of just went by and you just had your eyes open the entire time. You're like, oh my gosh, what I, the heck happened? Well, there were a couple of times when we were first there that I like cried because there were a couple of people that we met that were from Salt Lake <laughs> that I, like I'd listened to my whole entire life. Right. And so the fact that they came up, they're like, hey, you're from Logan. I was like, oh my gosh, hi, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, because I'm a weirdo, okay? Yeah, and the funny thing is I was trying to make it, I was trying to think of a, a way to relate it, and I don't know that you can, because I know there's conferences in in other industries. Yeah, in other in other businesses. But I but think the fact that celebrities kind of mixed in with our job is like it's you, interesting. The better you get at your job, the more you become kind of a celebrity. It's kind of not relatable because the only thing I can think of is when like a young athlete meets a veteran athlete, or those some of my favorite videos to watch are when celebrities meet other celebrities. Yeah, I, I think that's really the closer comparison. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. I mean, there's a lot of times with, like, I'm relating back to when I was working at the bank because there's, like, CEOs. There's people right. who are very, very successful in, in the banking industry. But the conferences are only for people who are, like, uppity-ups. Like, if you're a manager, right. if you're, like, Higher, manager yeah, and above. Yeah. If you've done big things to already accomplish and get to this position. But with with this conference, it's like everybody... It's a very, everybody like on the same playing field. Yeah, you kind of get put on the same playing field. You know, well, there are some people that are that have accomplished a lot. There are a lot of people that are very, very successful that are there. But everybody is l- pretty much level-headed. I mean, there wasn't anybody really that I ran into that I was like, okay, you're cocky and arrogant and I don't like that. But everybody's pretty much level-headed and wants to talk and wants to discuss because they know that they've been in the same position. Whether you're new, whether you are out of a job, whatever the case may be. It's very cool. It's it's completely different than anything else because when it comes to like banking meetings, I've been to some of the banking meetings and like the CEOs and the the higher-up regional managers and stuff, they're just, they're snooty. Yeah, and I think, I don't I guess... You could tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like with our conference, uh, the people there giving you the tools to reach the same levels. Yeah. Those conferences, the more, I guess I say regular jobs, not to be insulting, but I just mean regular jobs. Like McCall's talking about with the bank one. I don't know if they're necessarily, I mean, there's probably stuff you can take away from it, but it's not like, They hey, help you. 
Yeah, well, then they they help you get to, to your other positions because they like helping other people succeed. But helping other people succeed means that they could be losing their jobs. Right. So it's kind of fickle. Well, I think that's natural with any job. I guess I'm just trying Competitive. to think like... In ours, I feel like the conference is geared. It doesn't matter whether you're working in Chicago, San Diego, San Francisco, you know, other honored personalities we met. The information there is relevant to everybody. Whereas I feel mm-hmm. like in regular jobs, the information, like at some of those meetings, isn't necessarily relevant to everybody. I, I'm sure there's like pieces you can glean and take away to maybe help you. But I feel like, like P- producer Butters said, is that ours, like everybody goes there, no matter where you're from, you're on the same playing field. Now, if you're, you know, from a bigger city, you probably have some more you can contribute to give some. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, you know, I've done things like this, but we all go there to learn. Like everybody walks in the door and it's just you're an honor personality. Yep. It's really cool. Honestly, it's a very, very awesome experience because the people that you are talking with and communicating with care about helping you progress. And it's a, that's one thing. I'll take a second here. That's one thing that I really appreciate about radio is that most everybody, because initially where I had started, it was not like that. It was a very competitive. It was a very nasty. We hate the people down the street type of a world. And I get that there is some competition with ratings and with numbers and stuff. But for the most part, people give other people ideas. Like here's a bit we used. It was really successful. Use it, twist it, spin it. Good luck. Like everybody has been very supportive and most everybody that I have met has just been very like rearing in it. Like, it's okay. Hey, you messed up. It's fine. Brush it off. You keep you keep working at it. It was something like that uh, Bobby Bones, because he, he talked in in the conference. Bobby Bones and Charlamagne the God both uh, were, were guest speakers. And one of the seriously packed. You should have seen that seminar. Yeah, it it was. was packed. But well, he's pretty famous. He's on uh, the yeah. TV show uh, Charlamagne. Catfish. Charlamagne, yeah, Charlamagne's done huge things. Bobby think, Bones Char- is yeah, one of the both kind biggest. Of each other. They're yeah, they're awesome. They super, super, super have, great people. They have this really interesting relationship where it's, it's competitive, cool. but they also they love each other. Well, have really kind of climbed at the same time. What was it that he said? He said something about like his being. It was like being jealous, but being. Like ambitiously jealous, uh, I think. Po- I think was it positively jealous? Positively jealous, basically like, man, say? if he can do that, I can do it, and then you just keep doing it. You know, gosh, I can't believe he did that. It was really, really cool. But his his big thing because he released a brand new book, Bobby Bones did, and it's called Fail Until You Don't, which I'm actually reading right now. I need to buy and it. so I'm I'm part way through it. Yet. It's really good, by the way. It's really, really good. But that's the thing. Everybody there wants you to succeed and everybody there wants to give you the tools to be able to succeed. I mean, there's a lot of different companies that go that are uh, like show prepping type type companies yeah. and, well, like any and conference sound, be yeah, sound companies. It's really cool industries to try and pitch Absolutely. technology and such. Just to try and make you sound the best that you can. Right. It's really cool. Yeah, I just, it's... Uh, I think that, you know, something to focus on, I guess, would just be the different approach and our different attitude towards it. Like, year one to year two, like, both years, I came away thinking, man, we have so much to learn. And that first year, I think we went into it, McCall and I had only been together as a morning show for two months. And we didn't know anything going into it. We knew that. 
And then I think we had a pretty good year since coming back. It obviously it changed our show a lot, and our show's constantly evolving as we kind of figure out some new things that work and some new things we want to try. And it's not like I went back thinking I wasn't going to learn. Right. I just went back thinking we're in a little bit better place, so I feel like I'll be able to speak a little bit more. And both McCall and I asked a couple questions and, and met with people, so I feel like we did. But then I left thinking the same thing, like, still, okay. still and so we have far so away from much where we got to get done. Well, well I, I think it's different because it's always adapting. Yeah, and everything is true. radio is such a like a moldable media. Like everything is constantly changing because people are constantly adapting and and bringing new things in with with uh, video, with social media, with all. It's a multimedia market. Multimedia medium, I guess is kind of what what they were saying it right. was. But it's very different and everything's constantly changing and constantly adapting. But it's interesting to see the different perspective because our first year when we went, for me personally, my perspective was, oh, cool, radio. We're going to go to this conference. I don't know any of these people here. That's great. I'm going to learn stuff. you know. And I just would go up and I would talk to random people and it was just, it was no big deal. I didn't realize how big these people were that were at these conferences. Like I had no idea. <laughs> so I came back and then I started adding people on Facebook and I started gaining a lot of a lot of friends in the radio community. And then I started really admiring what they did, admiring their work, admiring the way that their show was was put together and they they presented their show and wanting to be like these people. And then going back this second year, AJ, I was so much more anxious this year than I was the first year. Because the first year I was like, eh, I don't know any of these that, people. They don't know me. It's fine. That I, th <laughs> that I think is a really good point to make because I think – what you're describing is the first year ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And like for me, I talked to way more people this second time around than I did the first me time. Me too. Oh, there me was too. a little bit of anxiety the first night. Luckily, a group that, you know, a couple that I met last year invited me to dinner the first night and we went out to dinner with them and mm -hmm. it kind of eased everything for the rest of the weekend. But I, to put it in, I think, the most relatable terms, because we hear this all the time, right? People tell us, right? They see us, whether, you know, we had it. This week, kids saw us at schools, and they said, I love your show, but I was too nervous to come say hi to you, so they tell us on social media later, like, I couldn't come say hi to you, I was too anxious. And we tell them all the time, like, that's ridiculous. Just come talk like, to us, right. People come talk to us. We're now flip, now flip the switch on us. Now we're going to watch, we're going to go meet people who we watch on Facebook all the time who are bigger successes than we are in the industry, and we watch them and we listen to them on air, so we're in the same position. We've engaged in their lives, but kind of unknown to them, and so now we're going to go meet them, and you're like... I feel like this is kind of weird. Do I go, like, I, I follow you and I know a lot about you because I paid attention to your show, but you don't know me, so what do I say that doesn't make it weird? So, like, the the ignorance is bliss is gone. You know what they do and you know about them, and so you're like, how do I introduce myself and not look like a total weirdo? Even though we work in the same industry, and I'm sure that, you know, they're in the same boat, too. People tell them, oh, I, can't, I couldn't come talk to you. You're like, no, it's ridiculous. I'm a normal person. Now we look up to them, we see them, and we're like... I don't know what to say. I'm so See, you awkward. Could, you could kind of apply that to uh, listeners. That's uh, what I'm saying. Looking like, at you. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what he, yeah, that's what he just said. And now, you know, the, the switch was flipped on it's us. It's just crazy. Yeah. And it's interesting because, seriously, last year, that was that was my mentality. I was like, I don't know these people. They don't know me. It doesn't even matter. I'm going to go up. I'm going to go talk to people. It's going to be great. I, I don't know any of these people. Like, it yeah, was so... Cool. And then, like, going back this year, I was like, oh, my gosh. I was talking to him, <laughs> like, all last year. Are yeah, you serious? I, I didn't have the mentality the first year. I knew of several people that were there. I was just in awestruck that I was in the same room. Yeah, I had, I had no I was, I was like, so me. blown away 
that you know, here's a morning show from Atlanta. Here's one in San Francisco. Here's a guy from Dallas. These guys are syndicated. Here's These Chicago. guys have just here's like killed it. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy because and I'll tell my lovely story about my starstruckness because mm. I'm dumb. When you met Bobby Bones. When I met Bobby Bones. <laughs> so I asked a dumb question, which I'm sure he would probably say, oh "God, there's no such thing as dumb questions." There's just people that make okay, you. That was one thing that they said a lot too. No such thing as dumb questions. Just, just jerks that make you think like you're make you feel like you're asking a dumb question. Yeah, I think that the yeah we we can get in the messages a little bit later. Go ahead and tell your story. Yeah, absolutely. I, at least you didn't annoy him. I saw him five times in 24 hours. I think he was sick of it by the time we was left. Hey, and that's fine. I ended up walking up to him and I was asking him because I was thinking, hey, there's a possibility that maybe down the road it would be really cool to do something of like a, a countdown show. That I could do some sort of a like a syndicated countdown show or something. So I asked him, and I intended to ask him about a different type of show. Uh, that that compiling the music is different. And so I walked up and I said, "Hey, I've got this idea about compiling like a countdown show. How do I find the music?" And he's like, "What? What? what? Like? What? Are, are you like, joking?" I was like, like, "Come on, lady. let me let me backtrack." Hi, my name is McCall. I love you. I'm thinking about doing a countdown show or one of these. If I were to do one of these, what would I have to do for to, to find the music? And then he was like, oh, okay, let me clarify a little bit. But I was seriously like, great, moron. You just walked up there and you're like, hey, how do I find the top 40 songs of the country? Huh? Where do I figure that out? Maybe he'll remember you now the next time you get a meeting. Yeah, oh, maybe. You're oh, you're the girl that yeah. asked the dumb question. Okay. <laughs> in, his, you know, in your defense, his uh, one of the last things he said at his seminar, he said, was uh, uh, pester people. Pester, yeah. People, well, I didn't pester don't him. People pay attention the first time. I didn't pester him. I just asked him one time, and I'm pretty sure I stood out in his mind because he's like, Perfect. you're dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. Yeah, I, my mind, yours is different than mine, and maybe it's because I had been a few places before you came here last year. I was terrified last year. This year, I at least knew that I had become a little bit closer friends with a few people, and I told them it uh, told them when I got there, I was like, I know you guys, you guys know people, so I'm just talking to you, and then when I get to come back next year, I'll know more people, and it worked out, and I just, you know, a lot of people there are really cool, it's the, you know, with people being afraid to, you know, our listeners being afraid to meet us and us being afraid to meet other people, the bottom line is most people are super friendly. You just got to come up and say hi. Right. Like, oh, how's it going? And then the whole conversation ensues. I just, it's just, uh, it, it, I think the two things that really stood out to me personally, not not just, not about the knowledge and, and the messages in the seminar, which there's a lot of stuff McCall and I both took, of course, copious amounts of oh notes. But the gosh. two things that stood out to me were, both times, the you kind of reignite your passion. It's amazing. You're in the room with that many people who are doing the same thing. You have all these good ideas. You're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think of that? And you're writing all this stuff down. And you come back and your mind's moving a million miles a minute because you're like, you got, I want to do this. I want to do this. This is a good idea. Let's change that. So that both times that. And then this second time, something personally that really stood out to me was the a vindication a little bit. Because the first year I was so terrified yeah. to meet anybody that I didn't really talk to a ton of people. And then this year to go back and some people were like, oh, yeah, you do this. Or I've seen that. I like the stuff you do on that and this and that. It was really cool when you have all these people in the industry who you know have their own show to focus on. And they're in these big cities running successful shows in a much more competitive area. And they still had time to watch you know some of the videos McCall and I did. And yeah, actually it's specifically amazing. point out some of the stuff we've done. It's was amazing. Really vindicating. It's really cool because they there were a couple of different people that, that did. And it was like, I could have, again, 
I'm I'm a boob. I'm a weirdo, and I cry over dumb things. Yep. But I was like so in awe over the fact that they were like, "Wow, we watched this, and this was great." And I could have cried over it. I did cry over it. Let's be honest. Like it was really really cool. And there was a like a couple of months ago, there was somebody that that tagged us in a post yep. about about possibilities of being, being up and big comers. time and being up and comers and doing doing big things. And it's just it's very overwhelming almost because it's like wow I'm, I'm actually kind of doing something good and like aj said just kind of vindicating yeah and it's just like it's it's like the thing where it's kind of hard for me to i feel like compare it to a normal job because like if you're you know complimented at work it means a lot like our owner is very proud of the back to school tour it right. means a lot that it's you know people pay attention and they, they see what we do here and they they let us know that it's a good thing and it's don't be wrong that's i'm not saying that that's less but then to go here where there's people who do the same job as we do and they're doing it at somewhat a higher level and definitely bigger and better places for them to say that's good stuff is really you know it's just to go from the first year, we're like, we have no idea what we're doing. And then come back the second year, we're like, we think we sort of know what we're doing. But I'm not and sure like, 100%. Doing, like, oh my gosh, okay, we're doing Okay, we're doing some something decent. Right. You know, and I think if you were to compare it, go to like your dream job. Maybe you're working in your dream job. Maybe right. like my mom, my mom to use for an example, like she's a realtor and she's been doing a lot of really, really, really good things with her work. And there's been a lot over the past couple of years that some big big like real estate moguls I guess you could say have just reached out and been like wow I'm really impressed with what you're doing you know it's it's kind of similar in that in that standpoint because because it's I don't know or, or maybe you're creative maybe you paint maybe you draw maybe you do something like this and you get noticed with that that's kind of what it's similar to because this is more of a this is more of a I mean, it's a job. It's a job, but it's a hobby. A, there's a lot of lines between jobs. When I it's say something that, like, we a love. regular job compared to ours, I think just there's an element of celebrity that goes with our job, which I think is what changes it a little bit. Just a little, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of parallel lines because it is a job. Yeah, but it's a passion, too. Yeah. And so it's a passion. It's a love. It's something that you 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 crave, almost. It's It's similar to that. So, I guess. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I feel like it, this like this job's different because it's not like you're working on a line and when you leave you're done like you don't you don't think about that <laughs> yeah, job no, you know what I you're mean you're not done your job is like all the time that's like your life now we'll be texting at like three o'clock at AJ will text me and I'll get a text message at like freaking 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, why in the world are you texting me at 10 o'clock at night, yo? But I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll have this like epiphany of an idea. Like yesterday, I was exhausted. I had a migraine. It was terrible. I took a nap on the studio floor because we had a whole bunch of stuff going on. We had a whole bunch of stuff going on and I was like, I got to take a nap because I have a migraine and I we still have to get all this stuff done. And I woke up and as soon as I woke up, I told AJ, I was like, hey, I've got an idea. Yeah, and I pitched it to him, actually. and I don't even remember what it was. I do. It's a flip phone. But I pitched it to him, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm taking another nap." Like that's the kind of thing you dream about. This you you wake up and you you live, you breathe, you eat, you yeah, you I drink, you breathe radio. You can like, there's a lot of comparisons I think you can make with different industries, but I think like you know we talked to Murr, 
uh, we did the phone interview with him, and one of the things he and I asked him about was, you know, how do you, how do you guys, how do you stay friends, working with your friends all the time, and then you know, with how much your personal life is, and that's what I think. You add the element of celebrity radio, and then you add the fact that. For for any given job, banking, real estate, right? There's something you focus on, but that's your job. When you're at your job, there's you're a your main job. focus, right? But for a radio to be really good at radio, every your job is your life. Yeah, because your life you're not is what to us is if we're not interesting. Yeah, and your life is what is put on on the spotlight in the spotlight, and so it, it becomes it becomes. You I think that's why doing becomes, entertaining things, trying yeah. to do entertaining things. And I think that's one of the things that makes it different from, again, what I'll say is a regular job and the added element of celebrity. And I think that's one of the things that makes it different when McCall says, you know, not to, I feel like when you say you clock in and clock out, it's because it's kind of had a negative connotation. Like there's nothing wrong with putting in what is your just amount of work and going home. Because don't get me wrong, there's things times like that too where we just need to be done yeah, with radio and, for and the it day. It happens. I will go, go home. Us. I will go home and it has been a long long freaking day and I will get a text from AJ I will get a text from producer Butters I will get a text from from videographer Denise about work or something and I just don't respond because I'm like yeah. I'm done for the I'll, day I'll do it at work I'm I'm done yeah, we for were the Logan day high school this morning I'm trying to get the, we're trying to get the show finished and my brother's texting me my dad's texting me and Ashley's texting me I'm just like I'm not answering you right now I'm busy I'm working right thing. Like, this is this is it I'm out and there's there's times when you're just like I can't I can't do my own, like, I have to, I have to have just, like, a break. Yeah, exactly. Um, what do you think the biggest takeaways were for you between conference year one and now conference year two? I think some of the things that I took away, like, this year, that's, like, a really hard question because there's so much this year that I learned like I have pages on pages on pages yeah, you write on real big. pages of notes I do you could shrink your notes in half if you wrote a reasonable size but if I write my notes at a reasonable size it's like I'm focusing too much on that and I'm not focusing on what I'm gaining it's I guess to read. you have to think hard to write small yeah so anyway <laughs> there's a topic in there somewhere that will read it up in the morning show every day this is every day so I show wouldn't be entertaining if this wasn't every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I get. A, I get to deal with it all day. You know. I. Well, think that means you're lucky. You get the morning show all day. I do. I, do. I get the morning show all day. I think this year one of the things <laughs> that I took away big time was just living my life. Was just making sure that I was living my life because I get done with work and you know we we put on long days. We do. Oh, gosh. And so once we get done with work, it's like I will go home. And I'm not complaining because I love my job. Oh, my gosh. I love (laughs) my job. I love everything that I do. She's complaining. Stop. (laughs) But I will come in and once I'm done, I'll go home and then we'll work on the house. And then I just like pass out. And I don't do anything in between. I I think since you guys have come back from Chicago, it's been a little hard because... Uh, it's been so busy because, like, yeah, you're doing the school tour, oh my and then gosh. you got to do 20 other honest, things after that. Don't me wrong, I love the back to school tour for I a lot too. of reasons, personally, professionally. It's so great. It's it's been a little frustrating, and I'm not. I hope that nobody takes this personal because it's not meant to be personal. But it's been a little frustrating because we came back from 
Chicago, which is where our conference is, with all these ideas. And then the first week back, we, it had, to was fix, like, we had to fix the, the darn dunk tank thing because it didn't get taken care of while we were gone. And so I kid you not, we had lunch with listeners yesterday, right? It was last Thursday right. of the month. And people asked us, the question we get asked all the time is, how long do you how work? How long because are you there? Because the common four misconception hours. is McCall and I are on air six to ten and our day's done. We nope. work four hours a day. <laughs> nope. And it's not even close to correct. <laughs> and I gave him the answer and I told him, I said, in all honesty, you're asking a question during the three busiest weeks of the year, and I think I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think you're not be the three busiest weeks we have all year because we put <laughs> until in, Christmas. But yeah, <laughs> it's the, you know holiday time leading up. Whatever point is like the week leading up, we had to fix the dunk tank thing and we had to prepare for the back school thing. So we had we put in sixty hours going into the school thing, and then. The first week, because last year we did it every other day. We're like, that just takes too long. We'll we just do it every single days. day. So we're like, we're going to do yep. 11 schools in 11 days, which sounds great until you do it. Yep. <laughs> the first three of the first four days we did this tour, we were in Idaho. Mlad, Preston, and Westside were three of the first four schools. And so AJ's drive was much longer. I'm, the first day, Monday was Mlad. I'm at the you station. you got to do the di- drive we do every day, McCall. At 4.30 yeah. to I'm get like, ready nah. to go to the show. We come back. we got to get that ready. we got to get ready for the next show. And so it's just... It's going to be really, really nice to be back in a studio and have and it, have it more the ideas. Yeah, because there's just there's limitations when we we go out of the studio. Don't be wrong; I love going out of the studio. It's I love meeting so people. It's so fun, and it's really nice. It's a it's a break in the scenery. Different I, I challenges. Think you don't New realize scenery. how much time it takes to drive to an event or well, clean up an event and then come home. So it's, it's cleaning, not really yeah, four hours. Sucks. It's not four hours. No. It's like it's like almost six hours yeah, for a four sucks. hour event. But you know, I I don't think yeah. that's even I don't think that's even the biggest part of it. I think the one the one thing that is that is the most difficult is that I don't realize how hard it is for me to like focus when there's 15 bazillion children you like you didn't realize that right there you could have asked me i would have told you immediately <laughs> Shut <what> up. <laughs> but honestly it's it's crazy because normally i think okay sure i can just focus i can just you know when i'm in a big crowd of people well, and in, i'm in with other things you, and i'm with like dustin or something and we're we're in a big crowd of people it's fine like yeah. i'm good but it's hard because it's like these these people are coming up and talking to me yeah, at the same time, and it's you, that's so one of the challenges difficult. When you ask, like when I say I'm frustrated because there's certain changes we can't implement on our show, and you ask why, AJ? Well, because our show changes, so we're still it, it's a balancing act, and I think it's something we've had to figure out these two weeks because, look, we're going to schools with I think the biggest school thus far was. Logan. Logan at sixteen hundred students, mm-hmm. and at any given time, we may have a group of fifty students or so. And I want to put on a great show for them because they're we're there, they're watching us, they want to talk to us. That's great. But also, at any given time, we're still supposed to do a radio show that entertains thousands of people that tune us on at some point during the four hours we're on the air. Right. And so you have to balance both of those, and so that's why the show changes. Right. And it, it's difficult because when you're in this group, and say there are fifty people or whatever around us, it's not as easy to hear. And it's not as I, easy no. to hear one another. I agree. And so I can't I can't hear what AJ's saying because there's a whole bunch of noise around me. And so it's like I'm trying to focus on what AJ's saying, but someone else is saying, McCall, look over here. And I'm like, I, I, what yeah, and, are you and saying? from my perspective, to go back to Bobby Bones, he talked about he, even though he's syndicated and he has like a nine-person staff for his morning show, he still runs the board for a show because he's comfortable. And I talked about that with several radio people we're at conference, and that's something that changes the show too. Normally, anything I want to implement on the show, it's easy. I run the board. You run the so board, you throw it. your stuff in. But now yep. I have to communicate with producer Butters, who's back here running the board, so it takes it's another wave of things that has to go through and and I have to explain which, to him and so he Which I'm totally to me fine with. Like, well absolutely. Me. But there's no, just No, I'm just saying it's just something there's just different. something else. It's yeah. just different 
different like elements phone to the calls show. Is a great example. Phone calls we get when we're in studio. It's easy. Call and I take the phone call. I've got it ready to go. Phone calls we take when we're out there. Producer Butters has to let them know. Then we do the call. Producer Butters cleans up the call. And then it goes on. So it has to go through all these extra stages, extra time, extra preparation. Yep. It changes the show. Yeah. It's it's very interesting, the different dynamic that that is developed in, in these different schools. Because a lot, of the, a lot of the times, like at first, it was so hard. But I feel like... Over the past couple of days, I think it's kind of gotten okay. Now we found our now we found our groove. Yeah, yeah. We're I think we're okay. We're yeah, we find the groove by the time we we end. But it's so hard because we don't. I mean, I we think, don't go out and we don't do. I think that's natural, just because it's uh, such right. a different thing. Right. So it's it's very it's very interesting, and it has been very very good because I love doing this back to school tour. I love getting out. I love meeting meeting a whole absolutely. bunch of new people. That's one of the I, things I think we pride ourselves on. Oh, absolutely! One of the best compliments we get is, "Oh my gosh, you guys are everywhere." Yeah. Well, we try we try to be everywhere. Yes, we are. We try to meet new people. We try to be out there as much as we can so that we can. I don't know. Make it make it so that we're more personable, so that you know us and you know that we're legitimately who we are when we're on air. <laughs> Someone the other day, I met some. Uh, I'll, I'll out them sort of. I uh, was meeting some of Ashley's family members, and I hadn't met them before. Mm-hmm. And someone, and I got to be honest, this, especially now after the first conference, we talked about genuineness. It it um, it annoy it tings it sticks out to me. The question was, do your radio voice or the comment? Do your yeah. radio voice? I get like, that all the time. This is and my said, radio voice. This is my radio voice. How I'm talking to you right now is exactly how I talk in the air. Maybe a little bit louder, but I just the same thing. And they go, no, it's not. And I said, I I. Do not alter it any way. It's not something I think about. No, nope, it just is what it is. And just, <laughs> well, and it's interesting because there's a lot of different like processors and things in the studio that boost different levels, that boost your your lows, your highs, your mids. It, they, they adjust and they yeah, even, cater to you. And you can tell when we're at the back to school tour because it's more of a... It's like it's an fuzzy internet and like tinny, so yeah. So it's not yeah, as yeah, the quality the of it's studio, just not as good. Yeah, our mics of the studio are even coordinated to both of us. Yeah, yes. McCall has her mic, which is set more to her voice, and I have a mic that's set more to my voice. Right, and if I use yep. AJ's AJ's mic, it makes my voice sound sound yeah. different. It just sound a little bit like divas. Get off my mic. Get off <laughs> my, mic. my mic. <laughs> right, a little bit, but. Now we don't we don't care if other people use our Not microphones. Really. It's Actually, just I do. Don't touch my mic. Oh, stop it! I'm on the board side. You know, I'm mic one. I'll I'll pull that card when I need to. Oh my I'm gosh! Get out of here! And then I come in and trump it all. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm the boss. <laughs> move. And then I say, have fun doing the morning show. <laughs> but and it, I just laugh. It, that's the only thing that's different, like with with our radio voice or whatever that they. That they say, use your radio voice, use your radio voice. It's just technology. That's literally all it is. And I guess there's some, like when I cut commercials or something, my voice changes a little bit. Yes. You you do sound a little different. It just gets more. So does mine. Mine just goes up into a higher register. I think what it is, is it's a different tone. Yeah. Just a different tone. Yeah. Mine just goes into a higher register. I just, I just go up. It's more up into like my customer service voice. Like it's just more up. You should come more. Lighter. It's a great place. Like that it's just a lighter air yeah. airier type sound. But it's not something that I don't know. I think everybody puts on a show with their voice. Like I think everybody does it to dress it up when it comes to those like commercials. Uh yeah. Specifically I mean, depending on what it calls for. Like I do a lot of 
either job ones or I do a lot of like kids stuff like school. I did a booster one. I've done a lot of school clubs. And so I do. <laughs> I do a lot of grocery stores and clothing things. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I just talk what? like McCall. Surprise. You do I'm doing clothes. <laughs> the, 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 the commercials, you know, I mean, you're, I mean, you'll probably recognize voices if you listen to us enough. But right, like they're but not meant to be generally. No, they're not, you're not they're, supposed you're to be. You're kind like, of hey, a character. AJ. It's and kind so of a character type thing. Altered a little bit. I recognize mine every I time I slow I down it. because well, yeah. it's a commercial and the last thing I want to do is have to recut it multiple times right but like, i generally i don't know i go back and forth when i'm on air i generally talk at a faster pace mm-hmm. and then when i'm in a just normal every day then i much slower pace and much lower tone and then people don't hear me and i can't hear anyone so i just go around not hearing anything all day <laughs> it's great not really conversing with anybody and then he just <laughs> walks around and we we think aj's a diva because he's not listening like, to hey, anybody what do you think of this and he just walks then he just off. walks away and so You're then like, what butters will come up to me and be like what's his deal today I'm like, what are you talking fits, about I think the more offensive one is when someone says something and we nod and then i just lean to mccall and I go what did, did they, they say? say? <laughs> then I have what to relay question? it to him. But but you say it. You don't even say it real quiet. You just like, what did they say? Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, it's because it doesn't have any. Making it clear that I you I didn't hear you. He not doesn't that I'm talking have. About and you. usually he whispers. But when he whispers, it's like. Say? What did they say? Yeah, and I can't else, hear them. Everybody else heard it. It's like the loudest. It's like I one of those want kids to be whispers. On the same page that I can't hear. You know, like like when those kids come up and they whisper to you, "I've got a secret for you." Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear my secret? No. My mom's pregnant. Like, <laughs> oh no. Those kinds of things. <laughs> That's a serious secret. That's what happened actually a couple of years ago oh. at the bank. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> it was really funny. Okay, Her mom was really yet. mad because, oops, she wasn't supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> and just that told the whole bank. Yep. Because. Get on you the microphone. Hear a attention! Attention! Hello. <laughs> so and so is pregnant. You know. I, <laughs> this branched off from two different things. The original question I asked you was, "What was what was something you learned from one or two? And oh, I'll, I'll get to what yeah, I learned. We were and then we started that. talking about like the the things in our job. And I don't know if you got this, but since we've, we've kind of been on the subject, I wanted to, to spit it out there too. Like I have friends that do. Like I have a, one of my best buddies works at Tux Rinda Place. One uh-huh. of my best buddies is a manager at McDonald's. I have a friend who's worked at Lowe's forever. And and I don't know if you've done this, and I think it's things everybody does with either friends or family. You get in that conversation. Whose job's harder? Oh boy! You ever gotten that one? And then like no. people be like, "Oh, I lift things and I do this." You just sit and talk and and spin tunes. And, and at one point, they were sort of right. They were sort of right. And then I got better at radio. And, and then like, we do I will this, and it's like, bro, I will, I will trade you. See, I think it's all a matter of perspective. Well, really. of, of course, because there are a lot of people. Because guess what? You can come in, do your four hours, and go home. That's fine. You there are plenty of people that do that, but it turns in this. This is another thing that was really big that I learned this year was from was from uh, Tracy Johnson, who's one of the consultants. He's right. a, he's a very 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 wealthy in, person, uh, intelligent individual. Was he what is. I was going for. He talked what about we said was both correct. He talked about a zone of mediocrity was something that was very it, it stood out to me. So people will either love you or they will hate you, and if you're just right in the middle. They don't love you or hate you right now. You're, you're just forgettable. A, you're forgettable. People will forget you because you're mediocre. And, and if you're saying to yourself, "No, that's not true," just think just about think some about of it. the quote unquote celebrities we've Jeffrey had Star in the last few years. Jeffrey Star has people become really famous people. because exactly they love to hate them and they love to love them. There's very very few people like in the middle ground that get very far. Um, but that was something that that stood out a lot to me. 
I was going somewhere with that, and now I lost it. So I think that uh, if you put in your four hours and you just go, that's home, it. I think You're it's in the zone of mediocrity. I think that was where I was boring. going. With it's it. just like any job. I think. Well, I absolutely. Mean, if you, like what? Are what are you really doing? Mentally that's, checked that's out. Going to help your, time your career, home. really. You're just. You're just. I don't. I guess as AJ would say, mailing it in. Yeah, you're mailing it in. You're like, that's exactly what that. you're doing. Because it, like if you you're, listen. you know, and there are a, again, there are a lot of people that can do the the four in the door, and there are some people that do a good job four with it. Four in the door is now my new favorite saying. There are four s- in the door, huh? Yeah, there that are awesome. some people that do a good job with it. There are plenty of people that have hit really good ratings because they they do this and they do a really good job of planning. But they have a whole bunch of other people that are behind them that plan their show. I think it's when it that goes come to their up head with this too. kind of thing. It it it's important though. <laughs> like w- what we learned was just making sure that you're living your life so that you can. Be interesting. be interesting and and not have to worry about massive planning for 15 hours of the day yeah that's my favorite like because we had lunch with listeners and you know right. you, you kind of there's there's reoccurring questions we hear a lot when we do radio stuff we've kind of gotten off the conference thing just talking about radio give us you're fun. welcome you know how long do you work is one we get a lot uh of course one of the first ones is always going to be how do you come up with stuff on your show and that's where the, that's one McCall's talking about the, the live your life thing. And like we got asked that question yesterday. I said, not to be over, not to be over simplified or anything, but the way we plan our show and have come up with stuff for our show is we have to be interesting. We have to go do things that are interesting. Yeah. Put ourselves into situations that are funny to talk about. Accidentally get stuck in the middle of the mountains, and then you get to talk about that. I don't think we've ever talked about that on the show. We'll have to talk about that yeah. one time because that a happened. Go urinal and have a really weird experience. Yeah, that <laughs> happened. You know, there's a lot of things that, that happen that make it interesting to talk about on air, but... You know? and that's what I think. I think that if I could, if I could circle this back like I had planned it the entire time, even though I didn't, that's the thing. Like I feel like the, there's obviously perceptions about a lot of jobs, and I feel like radio. You know, a lot of people, if you haven't known anyone or really looked into it, you think, oh my gosh, you know, they get to play music, they talk about stuff, they they're on air this amount of time. What a great thing! And it's not really true. You know, there's a lot of planning. McCall and I do. We work with producer butters for contests, stuff like that. You know, there's the other thing too, I think the two things that I think people gloss over a lot when they say, "Oh, it's really easy. You just you're on the radio. You do this." Is well, one, a lot of people are terrified to be live on air. Right. Two. See, that's never bothered you, me. How many people would be really willing to be that open as we are? I know. Exactly. Well, I've always that has literally always been my policy with my life. Right. Like I've always been 100 percent open and I mean, honest with everything. So it's like if there's ever there's never any like surprise or any secret or anything. And if there is a secret, it's like I don't hide it for too long. Right. Just because I can't. Just because people know they read it on my face. What's going on? I'm pretty sure that you can read it on my face too. Yeah. Oh my. Atlanta. I don't wear my emotions on my sleeves like you two. Oh, um, lies and slander. I, Yesterday yes, there was a sit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yesterday there was a situation. This actually happened. I came back in and Butters was livid. Like livid is a good <laughs> way to say this. Double eight. He was so angry, no, and it was like he was mad. And we went into the studio and closed the door. 
And he's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, I know you're pissed. And he's like, how do you know, you know that? Like, because I said, I'm pretty sure NASA is looking down at you from the moon. Like, oh, look, there he is. He's a flaming hot rage. He's so angry. A flaming hot rage. <laughs> what it looked like. He's just so mad. I was. I was very upset. Put the mic in front but of I your think... face. You should know that. <laughs> Jeez, what are you, a you know what? <laughs> we got um, a rookie here. You know what? And what's weird is that can actually show up on air too. Oh, it Especially does. Especially oh, when you're time. angry or and what th- and you you're easy to read too. Oh, I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. I've never never denied that I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I've talked about it all the time. It makes it very hard sometimes to be professional with certain people in the building, like me. He Not hates really. me. AJ really. hates me. Not particularly. <laughs> Not today. I think I've gotten better at just letting your shenanigans roll off. And I know. Me too. The show. <laughs> me too. I'm like, eh, okay, we're good. <laughs> Whatever. I feel like you and I go through phases, though, that it's like every couple of months, we kind of like hate each other for yeah. like yeah, you do. a couple you, of days and both, then we're fine. You guys will both do this and then you won't talk to each other. You come and talk to me and I'm like, why don't you guys just talk to each other? Because we just need a vent, and then we're I fine. Love, this happens every... Hold on. We're going we're gonna to have a th- moment of therapy oh, here. Oh, boy. The producer buddy says that, like, <laughs> I don't understand. You do the exact same thing. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do the exact same you thing. You use us as the same thing, and it's because, like, you're our boss, and so we come to you because, hello, you're our <laughs> boss, point and you're supposed one. to and be like, two, I don't know, the diffuser of a situation. Try, because one of the big things, right? So we talk about McCall and I are together. Everybody always talks about our chemistry. It's one of the first it's things really, really ever great. compliments. And it's true. Not but to pat ourselves back, but it's 100% true. When you're in a room with somebody for like four hours every single day, it's and a long time. The key to a successful morning show, and there was uh, a whole panel devoted to this. And I don't think, McCall, you were there for that one. No, I took a nap. They talked about how it's a relationship. You can't think of it. It's not a business thing. It's a literal relationship. You're like, actually in a relationship that have gone with to marriage each counseling other. to make sure that their show is good. Yeah. So... To answer your question this for the second point, because McCall's point is, first of all, correct. You're technically our boss. The second point is, I always try to make sure that I'm not blowing things out of proportion. So Me you too. always got to have a soundboard first. Am I wrong to be upset about this? And then once it gets to the soundboard, and then we can discover, it's so helpful, okay. so helpful when the soundboard's like, hey, what are we going to do? What are you doing? Thanks, soundboard. <laughs> Soundboard is just supposed but to yeah, sit there. Anything's like neutral. that. It's not just but us two. It's not just a show. You're not neutral. I he's just, neutral. I'm he says he's to just neutral. Sit here and go, uh huh. No, no. We don't expect you to go, uh huh. You've never gone, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I, I, I'm I, with AJ on so it because I think we... Go talk to him. No, right? I think we go well, and the we... The third point is also you're a friend, you jerk. Yeah. No, I think I think the reason why is because, like AJ said, it is a relationship. And so it's like, you know that you have to have, in some relationships, like in romantic relationships, it's a, it's a I think it's a different situation. Like you discuss your issues with your significant other, but with... With radio relationships, it's different because you can't really discuss these issues with your significant other, per se, because... They don't get it. Because if AJ were to bring up something that he was fussy with me about, and I was just like, you're being a moron, then I think we'd just both be pissed. And then... Yeah, I think that's part of I it, think, too. I it's think that better. instead I of... Yeah, we try and kind of blow it over, off. I think, so that the show, the show is the most important thing. Day. The the show is the most important thing. And so that's 
There you go. We'll air that think, out right yeah, now. I think that's a point that I, I think. Well, to go back to I'm to go back to me venting about how everybody says I have an easy job because you know screw you. Your job is true. easy. Um, that's the thing too, right? Because I was gonna say to you, to your point, Bruce Butter's point. Like I think anytime you work with people in a close proximity for an extended amount of time, you hate. You're them. just gonna get on your nerves at some point. It it's just happens. gonna happen. But then you throw uh, in the fact that, and yeah. we've said this. And that's the point I would make. But you throw in the fact that McCall and I not only work together so close all the time, like you think about it, very rarely do you see AJ and not McCall or right. McCall and not AJ. Unless one or the other of us is on vacation. Usually the reason. Yeah. And so it's not just that we we work that close for that extended amount of time. We also have to, we share our lives. Yeah, I was with each say, other. Like yeah. We live with each other basically yeah. all the time. Like all day. And so that would be, I think, a point that I would make too for people. Oh, your job's so easy. You got to be open about it, and you, you got to have ta-da. communication with someone. You got to trust them. Ex- well, exactly. Explicitly. So when we very first, <laughs> when we very very first, I think we had had three shows together. We sat down with our consultant. Oh yeah, and God, I hated that meeting. With sitting down with our consultant, he asked us. He asked me first. He's like, if he were to get a job somewhere else, would you move? And I was like, what? Like, why would I do that? Like. Oh, you didn't understand what, what? he was talking no, about? No, I had no idea. Oh. I was like, "Why are <laughs> no? I wouldn't go anywhere. Why are you talking record, about that?" This meeting that? was dumb because he was grading us like we'd been together for years. Months, years. And well, as McCall yeah. said we had done three shows. Well, together. I had no idea what I was doing either. I had zero idea, That's and thankfully, funny. thankfully, you guys, the show stinks. I wonder why. Thank you. We've only done this three times. You I've literally only met him for three times, but I've never like. I had never done like a morning show. I had never done anything along those lines. And so he said, prepare yourself because you're going to be spending more time with him than you will with your significant other. That is, yeah, he said that. And I remember telling Dustin that and there was conversations that were had over it. But it's true. Yeah, I remember I mean, thinking that was kind of bogus, too. Yeah, he told like, me yeah, that, and I was like, we're gonna do no stuff. way, we're going like, to do no. stuff. But it's, seriously, you look at the days that we spend, we're literally spending, you know, 40 hours <laughs> I, a week. I knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> well, I had no idea. I've seen... I've Thanks, s- boss. I've seen a couple of... Uh, no, well, we had no idea... What, morning shows, and they they do. They spend a lot yeah, of time together. We had no idea. Well, I don't know if AJ did. I had no idea what he was talking about I with anything. Uh, I, I, mean, I had an inkling. I just thought he was... I, I personally I thought he was... Like he was Overboard. I did too. We were so green coming into this. Right. I thought he was completely overboard, and now here we are a year and a half later. And you're like, oh. And it's like, (laughs) I understand now. The funny thing is to balance that out too. You want to go to a remote on Saturday? (laughs) (laughs) See you there. We got a parade in the morning first. (laughs) We have to do this, this, and this. Um, The funny thing is to balance that out too is that while he did say that, McCall and I also didn't back away from I'm not going to say it was a challenge but back away from that because no we were like okay when McCall got hired we made a concerted effort that said you know we're going to brand ourselves together wherever you go I'm going to go we're going to a and remote it was really we're funny doing because I think the first few weeks people in the building they were, were really so weirded, weirded out, out over it we didn't go it. anywhere else well it was crazy because I didn't we didn't really we didn't really know what we were doing we had no idea what no. we were doing and so it was like well we're we just going to fail together if we're failing we're, we're failing together it's great let's do it what we're doing. And so we only partially know what we're doing, but that that's kind of what it started as. <laughs> well, I think that was the good thing that we instilled with each other. And, and you know, he's patting himself on the bat a, a lot this podcast, so I don't really want to prop him anymore because it's getting kind of unbearable already. 
But that's something that's nice about our staff is that I think more often than not, I personally think McCall and I think a lot alike. Producer Butters, no offense. I just don't think you and I think on the same wavelength. So I think I have a tougher time communicating what I'm thinking with you. McCall <laughs> seems to be a much better adapter. I think Dude, McCall yes. communicates very effectively with a lot of different she people. She knows how to speak Butters. I know how to speak exactly. literally I everybody. I like sit completely. me in a room with somebody for 20 minutes and I can probably figure out what they're thinking at any I, given moment. See, I, I, re- I react too fast yeah, I, go, you do. I go no and then what i do is and I then sit, he's like i think oh. about it for a while and then i go okay that makes sense yeah and okay it, let's do that it makes me so angry because we'll pitch him on an idea and he's like that doesn't work that doesn't work that doesn't work oh okay yeah we could do but that my <laughs> point was is that despite the communication because it's true i think that i i recall and i have a lot of the same mind link and i think that's why we were able to build chemistry so quickly is that we came in and knew what we wanted to do we didn't know how we we're going to do it and we didn't know what we were doing but we knew what our goals were like this is what we're going to do we just don't know how we're going to get there we're going to fail a lot we'll the whole figure time it out there, we're going to get there some point. you just fail until you don't yeah exactly so that's why it was it's, but it helps to have all of us on the same on the same wavelength and i think to circle way back, the biggest thing that I learned from this conference was, look, we've been instilled with the knowledge. We have the desire to go find the knowledge. So we're, we're going to do it. Do and okay. if we don't get permission, we're still we're probably going to go do it, it because we know what we want to do. Yeah, and we know that it'll be successful. You know, AJ, I'm going to flash back here. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Go back a year and a half ago. Well, so, before you no, do... No, actually a year and a half ago. Before okay. you do, real quick. That's one of the things I think McCall and I work together. And part of the... Uh, another part, because I, I love this. I'm getting to vent about all the times people have told me an easy job. Oh, another Lanta. part of the job, especially when you become more than a one-person show, you really have to focus on that nobody talks about, is ego. Yeah, because as soon as somebody gets an ego, it's uh, like, you got to shut that down. Well, not even just that. The sh- you're right, but not even just that. Like... I was a solo morning show. It was my first morning show. And so very easily when they hired you, I just said, well, no, I want my mic time. So I'm going to be 100% mic one and mic two. And you get to be mic four. But that's not how we did it. So that's a big part of it. Yeah. And it something I had to adjust to is McCall's gift, like I said, communicates with other people. And if you've met us in person, I think you'll notice it. And people point it out. It's and I hilarious. To them, McCall's going to talk to you for the first 20 minutes. I will. And then I will converse with you afterwards. But <laughs> it's just, it's how we are. But I think it works because... McCall is, is to me is very entertaining and Thanks. I had a whole conversation about someone with this the first conference and I'm not going to get into that part but um, I don't think I ever heard this story but okay okay well to relive <laughs> it for everybody I talked to the guy who runs the uh, his JC is his name he runs the Kid Craddock show now he has I think seven people on his show oh my gosh and he's the host and I asked him Could I said imagine? how do you balance how do you balance seven people you on the don't. show and his response was that's not my job my job as a host is to put everyone else in the show in position to deliver something hilarious yep. and then to get out of the way. Yep. And that was, I'm very glad that I heard that because I think McCall is very hilarious why Thanks. the show works. And I have my moments too. And that's the benefit of a two people show is that we can <laughs> trade back and forth. But that was the part of the ego I had to get rid of because McCall is so personable and it will become friends with you immediately. And it's not, that's just not me necessarily i don't just immediately bond with people like that and so i think that's why we balance it out because mccall's go 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 this idea this idea this idea this idea and then i get to be in the back like okay this will work but we have to do this that's not gonna work what if we do this instead why not let's go let's go let's no go. it's it gonna works. work it's gonna work that's that's the same way that dustin it, is too because i'll come up with the all of these ideas out because i think a lot of times a lot of the stuff you do is the immediate stuff that shines through and it's whatever because i think people think of us in general together but it was something i had to learn to get over because you're just talk, 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 meet, meet, friend, friend, and Surprise. that's not me. And so, <laughs> meet, 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 friend, 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 dog. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. What's Dustin doing? He hasn't texted me back. Oh, he's working. 
That's every day. Just drop the mics turn very much into Chicago and then like our jobs as DJs. This which is, is our fine life. We've done one before, so it's kind of an updated yeah, one. Yeah, it's kind of it is updated because there's a lot that we learned. So flashback now. Okay, we'll flashback to a year and a half ago. So I interviewed what, for so this is that position. 18 months, 17 months, 14 this months. This is a year, a year and a half. half this is specifically a year and a half. <laughs> well, a year and a half is before you worked here. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So I interviewed for my position here, and then I ended up like Immediately after I interviewed AJ, out to be on Facebook, and it like threw me off because I was like, "Oh, clearly I have the job. This is great. Um, <laughs> duh, they're obviously talking about me." And nope, it was nope. really funny because no he, he added me on Facebook after I guess it was after I I went to the broadcasters job fair. But anyway, I came in, interviewed, met these guys, left, and it was like it was weird because both AJ and producer Butters were like. Who's this? Like they were just so weird. But I I had said it because once I had talked to our boss Lynn, he said, Okay, you're gonna be on, you know, it's great, whatever. We'll possibly get you on. Like I hadn't really got a confirmation that I was gonna be on. I had no idea that I was gonna be working here. And so I sent AJ a message and you could go way back to our messages, but you'll never be able to find it because hello, we send messages like every day. So I sent him a message on Facebook Messenger. And we just started like kind of conversing because I was like, if this is going to be successful, I need to like know who he is. Like we need to kind of like get to know each other because I can't not do that. I can't walk in on the very first day and be like, hey, I'm a call. <laughs> this is how we're going to do how it. Are, who are you? What do you do? How do you how do you do things? You know, and it was just really interesting because AJ just kept saying, congratulations, congratulations. I'm like, why the heck are you congratulating me? Like. It was this weird game of chicken we were playing. He was like, congratulations. I was like, thanks. It was great coming up to Logan and meeting people. Like, <laughs> thank you. I don't know what to say. And it was just, it was very interesting and it was very weird. And so I didn't know how the chemistry was going to play out. I had zero idea how the chemistry was going to play out in the morning show because I didn't know if AJ was going to be a diva. I didn't know if yep. I, <laughs> totes diva. I didn't know if he was going to be... Like I'm just gonna lock super, you out of the studio. No, my <laughs> come gosh! Come on! <laughs> oh, you can't come in here. We're on air. No, but <laughs> oh, she's not on. Pull your mic out there. <laughs> but I didn't know how he was gonna be. He didn't even do that when I got sprayed by a skunk. Like, no, I didn't. He didn't make me go take my mic outside and. Well, I think your chemistry worked pretty well. It was incredible. I couldn't believe how quick the chemistry was. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Like. It was. It's not, I, I mean, don't know. Even for the three days that you were on and seeing the consultant, I think that was yeah. pretty good. I mean, I don't think, this it's is going to sound- kind of a trend here. I don't know what the third change is, so we get to do this again, right. but the first, the time the VFX show changes, you get this speech, well, I don't know if this is going to work, because I got it when I first started, And too. then it works just fine. It's great. I don't know if this guy's going to be any good. <laughs> See, and- <laughs> One day, man. Come on. And then we're, where's he at? <laughs> well, and here's that the- That was not fair. I was there all day the I week know. he was gone, and the next week I leave at noon, and he's like, oh. So- Or you just literally leave, and he comes right. over, where's he at? Went and shot a promo video that afternoon, like <laughs> literally doing work outside the building, and he's like, <laughs> I mean, well, nobody else has done that before. So. Right. Well, and it's so new. It's mm -hmm. so different. And it's like AJ and I are constantly doing that now. We're at a point where we are constantly doing that. And so most people yeah. are like, 
Oh, Where they are they? Like our, our strategy on air is kind of suck until we figure it out, and then we're going to be everywhere. So <laughs> we're going to be in your face. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Utah's VFX. <laughs> our strategy is going to be in your face, shameless plug, possibly sucking until we get it better. Yes. Well, I no, we're just going to suck until we get better because yeah, there's no there's no <laughs> in between. There's a couple of things that I think we've done that have been gold immediately. What's in McCall's car was hilarious. <laughs> What's in car McCall's part car? Has, car part or not, we've played once and people loved it. It was good. There's a couple of things that have been gold immediately. Yeah. It was pretty good. Mostly because I don't know anything about cars. So anything else you learned about Chicago? <laughs> yeah, just break all the rules. Basically, I also learned uh, don't swim in Lake Michigan because there was like a bunch of nasty sewage that went oh, out yeah, to it before. Oh, yeah, it's heavily polluted. Yeah, it's disgusting. I walked by Lake Michigan, side note, as we were walking on the beach, and we were walking along this like... I guess it's like a walkway. It's like cement, whatever. People have like bikes and they're running and there's they're dogs. Called sidewalks. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're foreign to you, but they literally exist everywhere. They're Side- national. They sidewalks don't-, <laughs> don't have to go by a street. Sidewalks don't. Don't. They don't exist in my town. <laughs> I, I forgot what they were we called. We just have dirt paths. We have streets where horses walk. So any- <laughs> anyway, we don't even have cars. We have horse-drawn buggies. Drove a snowmobile to work. I'm done. There was a bunch of garbage in the in the lake, and I just oh, told yeah, it's, Dustin it's it was nasty. So that's the end polluted. of it. That's like much less funny than the fact that I can't remember what sidewalks are. So I guess that's it. That's all I learned. <laughs> what is so, your, your recipe? This is a di- sidewalk. Your dictionary of recipes. <laughs> so this, uh, this dropped the mic evolved a little bit. Hot mess. It was, it was a the lot of Chicago, Express. but it was also about kind of just things that, uh, I guess another behind the scenes look at our job. Just in case you're like, ah, oh, AJ McCall have it easy. We're hot messes. A little bit. More, Mostly One of me. us more so than the other. <laughs> It's me 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks as always, producer Choo-choo. Butters, for being on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. This has been AJ McCall. Drop the mic on Chicago and all Hot things messes. radio. <laughs>